Are you a prepper or homesteader looking to connect with like-minded people in your area? Looking to start your own preparedness group? Already have a group? Well, look no further than PrepperNet. PrepperNet is dedicated to personal responsibility, individual freedoms, and being self-reliant. PrepperNet has monthly meetings in over 100 cities where you can meet and learn with like-minded people in your area. PrepperNet, where preppers unite. Find us online at PrepperNet.com. Blog Talk Radio. Survive. Thrive. Stay alive. It's time to get prepared with the Prepping Academy Podcast. for tuning in to the Prepping Academy. I am Forrest. Tenderfoot is not here this evening. Tenderfoot is um, uh, getting ready to go on a trip, and I gave him permission (laughs) without pay to take the evening off. So, um, but tonight we have a very special guest. We've had him on before. It's going to be Mark Goodwin from Prepper Recon. Uh, Mark is um, becoming a a good friend and looking forward. I got some great questions for him tonight. And, um, but we made an announcement last time. If you remember, we, um, announced that, um, we're going to start taking our, our, our game to a different level, to a new level. We're going to do some, um, video streaming of our show. Uh, there's all kinds of exciting things actually in the works. We were on the phone. I was on the phone today with the, with the group that, um, wants to um, take what we do and then um, provide a, a larger listening audience. And I kept asking them, um, have you listened to the show? And they're like, yeah, 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 we like it. So we will see where that goes. <clears throat> but um, yeah, Tenderfoot is going to, he's taking a vacation. And I will sh- wish we will definitely share more information about that later. Um, just protect him and his identity where he's going we just don't want to mention anything (laughs) at this time um so um i did a podcast today i haven't posted it yet and it was on my mind about a a husband and wife that i have been consulting with in texas um they uh have a great piece of land they have Everything they need for a retreat, except people. They don't have a mag group. And so I recorded a, um, a, a quick podcast this afternoon, kind of the how I walked them through finding members in their group and some of the things that they were doing wrong to some of the things that they are, um, are, are, are now very excited about. Um, this coming weekend. So I'm going to probably post that, I would say, on Friday, uh, Thursday or Friday, just because i got to edit it a little bit. Because every time I record one of these, I make a ton of mistakes, as you can imagine. And, like, this is being recorded live, which <laughs> I hate that. Uh, but anyway, it is what it is. Um, if you could edit all the errors out, you wouldn't get much of a show, so I just leave them in there, a lot of them. Uh, 
But um, we got um, some of the guests we got coming up is um, Glenn Tate is coming back on in think about it's about thirty days. We also have Scott Hunt is coming back on. Um, I got some questions um, about some project projects that he is doing, and um, bigger than just the you know some of the water projects that he does. Um, we also have um, Heritage Life Skills coming up um, in April. We've got um, just thinking through this. Uh, oh, yeah. A friend of mine that has agreed today to come on, we'll ask him something. He's active military, um, so we do everything we can to protect him and his identity. Um, we're gonna, you know, that's gonna be a good one as well. I can't. That's, I'm looking forward to that one. So there's a lot of good things we have coming, coming your way. And so, you know, again, I always tell you guys that we we hope there's a lot of information that you can get from our podcast. We know we're not the best, but we think our information sometimes is, is useful. And in the comments we get, uh, we, we, we hear that from you guys. Um, if you want to comment, leave us a message. The best way to get in touch with us is go to preppingacademy.com, preppingacademy.com, and you can um, send us a message through the contact page there. You can also listen to all our archived shows. Uh, it has the write-ups on each show, what it's about. And you can also go to iTunes or Google Play and get our shows as well. Uh, we ask you to go to iTunes and Google Play and give us the highest r- rating possible and write an, and just lie. I'm just asking you to go ahead and lie in the um, <laughs> in the comments. Or <laughs> but anyway, I'm just kidding. Um, but just uh, the better comments we get and the better rating we get, the more listeners we will have. They'll, I mean, they'll find us easier. And so, um, but hey, I'm looking forward to this show. Like I said, a lot of big things coming in the future. And just just hang with us. And I know um, I got a very encouraging email uh, just this weekend from a lady that says she's uh, doing this on her own. Um, with no support from her husband, and she said that today she or this weekend that she'd listened to every one of my podcasts, and I'm like, oh my goodness, she must have no life. She must be retired or something. It's not many. I mean, we've been doing it a year, but just it's just an, amazes me that people listen to one or two or five or ten. So anyway. That was just a good comment I got this weekend. So um, I'm not going to wait any longer. We got Mark Goodwin is in the house, and he is called in. And I've been, you know, the last time we talked to Mark, it was awesome. It just amazing things came from that. And not going to get too much into that, but um, it was just a very good show. And I respect him from his books. Mark, are you there? I'm here. Great to be here. Oh, Thanks for having me. Wow, this I mean, I'm kind of producing this myself, so um, it, I'm always a little nervous that things don't won't work correctly, but it seems to be working. Awesome. So, hey, welcome back, Mark. This is your second time on the Prepping Academy. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. And last time we had a, we had some great conversation. 
We talked about prepping, preparedness, books, your podcasts. We talked about Jesus. We talked about the Lord. We talked about end times. And gosh, I can't think of a better podcast that covers all that. I mean, that's just the ultimate right there. Yeah, and we're seeing no uh, we're seeing no shortage of of that type of stuff in the news right now. Uh, obviously, um, I I don't know if you guys know it or not, but you know I just moved out of uh, Broward County about three years ago because you know I just felt like God was telling me that this is not the type of place to 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 raise a family. And of course, you know that's it's all over the news now, and. Um, you know we're we're reaping what we've sown. You know for for uh, 40 years now we've had schools where God's been uh, evicted basically. You know and uh, he's a gentleman, so you ask him to leave and and he will. You know and right. uh, and instead we're teaching our children that uh, that that they uh, that they have no purpose, they have no origin, they have no final destination. That they basically they evolved from animals. That there's no yes. absolute right and wrong, um, and then and and then we're sort of surprised when they act like animals who don't think there's any right or wrong, and uh, and don't think there's any eternal consequences for sin, and think that there's no purpose for life and that life has no meaning. So I uh, I agree a hundred percent. Also, I'm glad we're jumping right into this, Mark. That's that's the awesome thing about you. We just jump right into it. Also, they see no value of life because of you know they see all the abortions Americans committing every day. Three thousand two hundred and eighty-eight a day, and while the the school shootings horrific, you know that's another seventeen. Uh, you know. Every day, it's more than than everybody that was killed in Sandy Hook and 9/11 and uh, and uh, the 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 school the school in Parkland, Florida, put together. And that's yeah. every single day. And there's no outrage. There's no outrage in the pulpits. There's no outrage on the news. There's no outrage anywhere, you know, and, and if you want to have a heart after God's heart, you know, that's something that you can pray for every single day. God, change the heart of that, that single mother to be that's afraid, that doesn't think she can handle it, that's being lied to by the devil, being told that that's not, that's not a, a baby, that it's just a blob of tissue. You know, change her heart, show her the value in that life that, you know, if she can't handle it, that there's so many people out there willing to, to take that child up for adoption. And, uh, you know, we did a, I did a show on Prepper Recon not long ago, and uh, we really focused on, on uh, you know, it was, uh, it was the, the Roe v. Wade uh, anniversary back in January. And so we right. did a show on that. And, uh, you know, talking about how Christians have to need to stand up. And I had a, I had a listener write in that said, you know, and then also think about the, the women's crisis centers that, that tried to intervene to try to get those kids adopted and, and try to give those, uh, those, uh, those moms, single moms support. And, uh, you know, and think about donating to them because, uh, that's huge. And, um, and, I, I just don't see how much longer this country is going to continue to get away with that, with that blood of 3,288 children every single day murdered in abortion clinics. And, uh, you know, we're going to have to replay b- blood with blood, I believe. But uh, 
uh, it's uh, yeah. And you know, when Trump became president, everyone was kind of very, worried very about hypocritical. Sure, right. go ahead. Well, when Trump became president, everybody was kind of concerned, at least the evangelical Christians, about Trump's stance on the abortion, and and yet he has taken a a a, uh, a posture of being pro-life, but sometimes his actions aren't as strong as his words on this particular issue. Would you agree with that? Trump's a politician, and we're seeing that right now more than ever. Uh, he's uh, he's waffling on bumps. You know, well, he's not waffling on bump stocks. He's saying flat out, we need to get rid of bump stocks. Right. He's waffling on the uh, on rage, raising the age to to twenty one for uh, you know if you if you if you can serve in the military and be armed with a a fully automatic uh, uh, M four. At 18, then as a private citizen, you should have the same thing. The Second Amendment's not about – that's not about hunting deer or, or collecting trophy guns or any of that kind of thing. It says specifically it's for the security of a free state, and you, you need private citizens to have the same armament as the military in order to ensure that free state. That's how you keep from getting people like Kim Jong in power. That's how you keep from, from, from getting – uh, uh, dictatorships, uh, Hitlers, and, and people like that that rise up because the populace is completely disarmed. So uh, that's the intent of the Second Amendment. It's not for deer hunting. It's not for collecting, and uh, it's 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 not for planking. It's for the security of the of a free state. And who's re- responsible for that? Well, you can look up at the top of the the Constitution, and in, and for some reason or another, our Founders saw fit to put three words larger than anybody else. We the people, you know. So everybody out there that says, "Okay, Romans 13, you need to submit to the to the the uh, the the higher powers." Okay, well, according to our constitution, we are the higher powers. We the people. So so we're the ones that are responsible for that. And you know, anybody out there that has the ability to to get a battle rifle right now. Uh, you should have one. You should be trained with it. You should have, you know, in excess of a thousand rounds of ammunition, uh, you know, because it's your responsibility. And that's how we ensure a free state. And and you know, unfortunately, uh, Trump's waffling on that. He was one of the first presidents in 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 decades to speak at the uh, uh, the the pro-life march in, right. in Washington, yep. D.C. Of course, that got no coverage from the press at all, and it was the, the same the same weekend they had the the women's uh, rights, the pink hat march, you know, and that got all kinds of coverage. Oh, yep. And, uh, but there were, you know, just hundreds of thousands of people there for the, uh, for the uh, uh, pro-life march, the, the Roe v. Wade uh, March for Life. Yeah, he's been. Uh, I mean, his words and I mean, he, even his actions have showed pro-life for sure. And then he's waffling on the um, on the gun rights, which is kind of surprising. I didn't think he would ever um, ever do that. To be honest, when it, when it came to gun, I mean, matter of fact, he kind of campaigned that you know guns that we have the Second Amendment. And he's still saying we have the Second Amendment, but it's like he wants to do a little give and take with the liberals and. I don't think you can do a give and take with the liberals because all they do want to do is take, take, take. 
Yeah, that's absolutely right. And so, yeah, he's, and, uh, got to, I, he's got to stop this. And, you know, he waffled on the age, and everybody's kind of blaming that on the NRA with a meeting he had this weekend. And the bump stops. You know, I posted on the um, Carolina Prepper Network a, um, a video from YouTube, and this guy is doing the same exact auto fire by using his belt loop. It's the, it, the results is exactly the same. We're using his belt loop. And so are we going to outlaw belt loops? I mean, have yeah, you well, seen they'd that? love to do that. Yeah. They would love to do that. I Well, I didn't see a belt loop. I saw a guy with, a, a, I think, a, a two by four with a nail in it, basically doing okay. like a bump stock, uh, basically a homemade bump stock that he did with a two by four with a nail in it. But uh, yeah, similar concept. And, and you're absolutely right about the the left. That's you know they're they're you know they're just takers. And uh, and I'll tell you what, um, you know George Clooney he donated half a million dollars to the March for Our Lives, uh, which is the 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 anti gun protest that's going on in uh, in D.C. right now. And uh, and you, that was that's. Organized by Every Town, which is uh, Michael Bloomberg's organization that, that that he's put together and he does most of the funding for, and you know, and their ambition is to completely get rid of guns and to turn this into uh, basically like a Soviet republic where where nobody's armed except the state. And uh, and I got to do a quick retraction from for my listeners that that are on Prepper Recon. Hopefully, a lot of them are, are listening to this show, or they'll they'll hear it later when I when I re-air it. But uh, every town put out the number uh, that there had been 18 shoot school shootings this year, and uh, most of those were just incidents after hour incidents with with guns. And uh, there's it's actually there's only been five school shootings. Where someone was at, where there was actually a gun fired and uh, and someone injured. Uh, I think there were two more incidents where guns were discharged. So there's really only seven incidents where there was a, a firearm dis- uh, discharged in schools this year. And the other eleven are uh, one was the guy that shot himself in the parking lot of a school. Uh, a couple others were were after school events. Uh, some with you know were were members of the public were using the school for something else and, and, uh, and things like that. But, you know, there's a, there's, there's always an agenda about that, but, you know, uh, whether it's five or whether it's 18, the, the root issue is still the same. You know, like I said, we've, we've replaced God with an atheistic worldview propagated by evolution. And we tell their children, there's no moral absolute, no heaven, no hell, and, uh, no eternal consequences for sin. So, uh, you know that's hmm. that's the root issue there, uh, but and you know but we've got the we've got the George Clooney's and we've got the Michael Bloomberg's and these people are putting their money where their mouth is and so we as Christians you know uh, a, a lot of churches have the big drives for you know oh well we need a big screen you know we need a new HD projector and we need a new uh, we need new seat cushions or you know we're gonna build a coffee shop and and make the make the foyer of the church look like the mall and. Put a uh, maybe put a, a a fountain that uh, a waterfall fountain baptismal uh, out there by the by the Starbucks in the new in the new uh, foyer of the church out there and all these building projects and things like that and you know 
I, I don't know if that's a spirit-led thing for them to do or not, but I'll tell you what. Uh, one of the best things you can do for your church right now is to donate to a uh, some gun lobby. And if you think that the NRA is getting a little soft on things, then you know maybe it's gun o- gun owners of America. Maybe that's uh, that's going to be the the organization that you want to give to. But you know the second we lose our guns, then the very next thing they're going to come after is going to be our Bibles. Oh yeah. Now a couple things. Um, one is um, you were talking about the school shootings. I posted on a Facebook site, and of course I got. The, the the liberals came after me hard. Um, from the top 25 shootings in the last 50 years, top 25 shootings, most death that occurred, it adds up to a total of 211 kids or people. 211. Put that in perspective of teen suicide, texting while driving, uh, drugs. It's it's really such a small problem that I mean everyone attacked me for doing that, but the top twenty five add all the deaths up, it's two hundred eleven deaths. It's not more people fall downstairs or fall out of beds in a in a year in a month, and when it comes to falling downstairs, more people falling downstairs die than two hundred eleven in America alone, and. It's such a small problem, and they want to take our guns. I, I, you know, I have a different feeling about that, Mark, than a lot of people. I just don't ever see that happening, and so I like them to be focused on that because it's a diversion from other evil or other things that they could, um, or problems they could cause for America. Because one thing that will never happen in America is. I just don't believe they'll ever take our guns away. And it's like a losing cause. And that's why I'm like, you know, you can pull for that, whatever you want to, but there's just too many guns, too many rednecks, too many patriots. that's going to just say, no, it's not going to happen. There'll be 40 million guns hidden in the dirt somewhere or underground if they ever do. That. I mean, it's just, I don't know. It, it's just, I, I, I don't know. I like seeing them waste their time on it. I don't know. That's my two cents. What do you think? Hey, let's take a quick break. Has your data been hacked? Do you feel uneasy about the vulnerability of your personal information online? Were you involved in the Target, LinkedIn, or Microsoft data leaks? Don't know? If not, then pay attention. Join Forrest Garvin from PrepperNet for a free webinar on privacy and security. Gain insights into safe internet browsing, VPNs, crafting online aliases, secure emails, detecting if your data has been hacked, and managing passwords. Secure your spot today for this webinar on privacy and security. It's free. This webinar delves into comprehensive strategies for bolstering your online privacy. We've got you covered from fortifying your passwords to shielding your financial information and mastering state-of-the-art encryption techniques. We're offering two convenient dates to suit your schedule. Reserve your spot now at PrepperNet.com slash privacy. Don't let cyber threats erode your peace of mind any longer. Take the first step toward a safer, more secure online experience by joining us for our free webinar. Remember, knowledge is power when it comes to safeguarding your privacy. Sign up now at PrepperNet.com slash privacy. We'll see you there. 
I don't know. I think that they're really, really pushing hard for it, and uh, and I think that there's so much propaganda going on with it right now. And I think that uh, I, you know, and we're seeing these kids, you know, uh, CNN. They did their their staged uh, their staged town hall meeting where everything was scripted, and you had the, oh, you yeah. had the kid, the ROTC kid, uh, that that was on uh, Tucker Carlson, which. I'm not a big Fox fan, but I do really appreciate the the fact that Tucker came out and 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 called that because a lot of times Fox is very very soft on the other networks, right? Um, you know, probably largely because they're they're very complacent and just barely barely a little bit more conservative uh, than any of the rest. But uh, I I really appreciated that that Tucker came out and 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 called them on that with the the, the staged uh, town hall. Um, but a lot, a lot of propaganda going on, and uh, and and I I think that the kids, you know, there's been so much infiltration by by the left into the curriculum and and uh, the thought police, especially in the colleges now. Uh, I I think that the the younger generation, you know, it, maybe not this year, maybe not next year, but I could see, you know, a generation from now where. Uh, most of the kids are brainwashed, and, and so many Christians are, you know, they allow their their children to to go to these uh, these reeducation camps where, you know, they get a they get uh, an hour sermon on Sunday, and then uh, six hours uh, a day for five days a week of reeducation, you know, and and a lot of parents will say, well, that's just a very small percentage. Yes, but a little yeast will eventually leaven the whole lump, right? And, uh, and then, and then it's the solution. The solution is turn in the guns and trust the government and let the government keep your kids safe. When the government failed at every single level, the FBI, they were alerted to this kid posting that he was going to be a school shooter on, on, uh, on YouTube. Uh, they failed. Um, the Broward County Sheriff's Office um, was uh, called to his house 39 times. Um, yep. The kid posted on social media, cutting himself, and you know at that at this degree, you've got somebody that ha- that is mentally ill, and he should have been put. You know, the whole if we're going to have background checks, if we're going to have them, <clears throat> then this is the type of person that you have them for. Is because somebody like this that's that's had so much attention uh, from the authorities and is such a troubled person that. You know, we we would never take somebody that has that has uh, you know Down syndrome or somebody like that and and give them a fully automatic gun and and let them walk around town. You know, because you know there's some people that just are not uh, they're not you wouldn't you wouldn't give a six year old uh, right. a fully automatic weapon and say you know go out in the yard Jimmy and and have fun with that. You know, because there's there needs to be a standard of of, of mental capability um right. and and this is obviously a person that shouldn't have had it and uh and 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 yet it failed the the government failed all the way down and then we had the the Broward County deputy that stood outside and did not respond he's probably I'm sure he had a uh a, 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 a bulletproof vest on I know it's probably soft armor it's probably not going to stop a, an AR15 but that's what you're sworn to do and that's the job right. you took and you know, and uh, and you've got a gun, and you have a, you have the resources to to make an attempt to fight back, 
and against an untrained kid, you know, he's probably got a pretty good chance of, you know, taking up, taking up a, a, a concealed uh, covered position and, and perhaps being able to take him out. Um, but either way, that's the job you signed up for, and now you need to go do your job. Right, exactly. And so there are churches because, I mean, they're seeing the writing on the wall that are more prepared than school zones, and yet our precious children are in the school zones. Um, and the laws that we have on the books currently, if you know, we don't need new laws. Let's just enforce the ones we have. We, we forget yeah, everything. Everything this kid did was illegal. Shooting on school zone is illegal. He broke the law. I mean, we're um, the mental background checks. Okay, that's not on us, the citizens. That's not on the NRA. The NRA does not do background checks. As a matter of fact, when you get your background check, that's the FBI and the federal government. Where do they? And they're supposed to be a mental background check. Why? I mean, so that's our taxpayer money is not actually performing the work that it's supposed to be doing. What if we enforce the current laws and exactly as is, and then some of this would be completely eliminated. Um, what, you know, what happened to the mental background and if the, if the FBI would have fallen, um, followed through with the, the reports, even the local sheriff has responsibility there because they knew about it. It was it was all government that actually failed. It wasn't the citizens. It wasn't me, Forrest in North Carolina. Why take my rights away? Enforce the rules and do a better job at what your our tax dollars are supposed to do. Yeah, they want to take away your rights, and then they want you to trust this government system that failed on every single level. This every complete level. failure. Of a, of a system, and they, and, and, uh, they want you to, uh, to trust them for all of it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's bizarre, and, you, and, and I think you start to understand um, common core there because you know, this is the type of thinking that gets you to the point to where you think that that's, that's an acceptable solution. Yes, I should turn in my guns, and yes, I should, I should, uh, I should take – I should trust the the county that failed, and I should trust the uh, the uh, federal government that failed, and I should trust these people with my safety because they know better than me. And I, and and you have to have common core to get kids to accept that, to 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 believe that, and and you know, and uh, uh, you got to dumb them down with uh, with uh, genetically modified food, and you got to shoot them up with uh, with uh, vaccines that have got the marisol and mercury in them, you know, so uh, so that they can't think, and they're just you know uh, just borderline zombies, and that's what they're trying to make. So, and I struggle with this: are 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 some of them just not capable of? putting dots together to see what's really going on or have they been trained to not even do that? I mean, cause I have, I have friends that are liberals that believe in, you know, take all the guns to make it safer. And I look at them and I'm like, I, I really want to just call them names. I'm like, are you, are you, can you not think for yourself? And I, I don't do that. Of course I just defriend them. <laughs> 
Yeah. It's, it's easier to do in um, Facebook than on real life, though. <laughs> but um, I just don't understand their their um, their mindset, and and they don't know history either. And that's another thing that bothers me. I mean, history is going to repeat itself if we let it. Sure. So, sure. Okay, a couple, I mean, that's some great, great conversation there on that. I wanted to, a um, couple of new things I want to kind of hit hit you, because I feel the mark here, you are in tune with what's going on in the survival and prepping um, industry, uh, this genre. And I, a couple questions I have for you. Oh, by the way, I can't wait to meet you at Heritage Life Skills on the was that April 27th through the 29th. In Waynesville, North yeah. Carolina. Yeah, Forrest, I can't wait. And so, I mean, I can't believe you're traveling this far to come to a conference up in North Carolina. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, we we may have some. Uh, you know, it's a it's a pretty pretty section of uh, country there in Western North Carolina, so we may have some alternate alternative uh, motives. Okay. To, to passion through besides just the conference, but okay. yeah, we're going to be there on that Saturday evening for the. For the uh, meet the authors, um, yes, and uh, and so uh, I'm not going to be exhibiting this year because uh, we just had a baby and uh, she's not quite she's not re- quite ready to be manning a booth just yet. So and <laughs> mom, <laughs> mom is not, and I don't think Papa is either. So we're gonna we're gonna take it easy this year. Just come in, look around, uh, say hi to the folks, and we'll be there for the the authors meet and greet. On uh, on Saturday night, I think that's at uh, I think it's at seven o'clock. Okay, yes, seven o'clock. But, on Saturday. Well, I'll be, there, I'll be there Saturday. I'll be there Saturday a little earlier in the day, as well. Good. To say hi. You're gonna miss our big thing on Friday night we're doing. I have to tell you about that later. So that's gonna be very. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Well, you so, tell um, me. I don't know. I might, I might I might have to get myself over there. If you we're gonna there, be in town, I, we're gonna be in town if, for uh, a pretty good while. Uh, on okay. both sides of the event, so well, um, we're doing an event that's it's I've never seen it done on um, Friday night. Um, we're going to actually plan a mag group from start to finish by breaking up in small groups and letting groups plan different aspects of it. When they all come back, we're going to share the information. Then we're going to actually make photocopies or put it in a PDF and give everyone that information. I believe mag groups, getting into mags, planning mags, um, is huge. I, it, one of the statements I make uh, a lot, uh, Mark, is if you're not in a group, you're going to die when the crap hits the fan. You've got to have a support network. It just can't be you and your family, and you've got to have that group. And so I'm always pushing groups to people. You know, find networking. You've got to find support teams. You've got to find – you just can't guard your stuff 24 hours a day just – by yourself, so you got to have, and you can't have every skill in the book as well. So, but that's going to be on um, Friday night. So, yeah, you're right. You, you can't do it by yourself, right? So, let me ask you this question. Um, let's take our industry, which is the, we'll call it the prepping slash preparedness genre. How do you do? You think that it's a healthy industry right now? Do you think that um, we have the right people? Um, delivering the right message um, kind of at the right time. I mean, how do you, how would you grade us? Because we're pushing, we're a movement and our movement is growing. I think leaps and bounds. Every, I mean, 
my listener base is going up. I know yours is people buying your books. I mean, people are, are, are thinking about this as a leadership person. Um, how do you feel that we're doing? I mean, are there things we're weak at and what can we do better? I think the industry as a whole is doing pretty well. I think the uh, the 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 following. Uh, I think there's a lot of complacency right now. I think there's a lot of uh, Trumpphoria. Uh, right. I think there's a lot of I think there's a lot of market euphoria, uh, which is probably you know uh, Trump's a man. <laughs> there's a, he's a right. very limited man with a very limited amount of things that he can do. Uh, he cannot, uh, you know, we had we had the, the vote for the five month abortion ban uh, go through the Senate. Oh, yeah. um, mm-hmm. And, you know, they couldn't get you, you have to you have to have a super majority. So you, and, but you still have there were still two Republicans that, that voted against it that that would not support a five month abortion ban. This is a child that can live outside of the womb with no problem. Uh, right. At, at five months, and you had two Republicans vote against that. It was the uh, the female senator from uh, from Maine and the female senator from Alaska, and uh, they both voted against that. Uh, but uh, you know that that and, and, it, and, it's, and it also shows you how deplorable a Democrat is. You know, and when they compare a Republican to Nazis, you know right. that's hyperbole. Mm-hmm. But to compare a Democrat to a Nazi is not at all hyperbole. In fact, it's almost degrading to Nazis because they only managed to kill uh, 6 million Jews while we've killed 60 million. You put another zero at the end of that. Democrats wow. have killed unborn children since, since Roe v. Wade, and that blood is on their hands, and it's on the hands of everybody that votes to put them in the office. And uh, and this is why you got You got to be involved in politics, folks. It's not, you know, uh, this is this is this is something that that breaks the heart of God. This is something that that Jesus weeps over, you know, is politics yes. because politics isn't isn't budget cuts and and funding for for the uh, for the military and 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 food stamps and all that stuff. It is all that stuff, but it's abortion and it's the lives of, of our children. And yep. uh, you know, if if you just want to be involved in it long enough to get abortion banned and then cash out and and uh, sit home and watch TV, you know, so be it. That'd be fine. I think God would be okay with that. But at least get involved with it until we can get this overturned. Um, I agree. Yep. Well, I just shot off on a rabbit trail and I, I forgot what the original That's question fine. was. I'm sorry. That's fine. It's about oh, uh, the, the help uh, of the industry. Yes. yes. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of lot of complacency. Uh, Trump's a very limited. He's very limited in what he can do. He cannot stop an EMP. He cannot stop a solar flare. He cannot stop a Cascadia event. Uh, we've seen how how limited FEMA is in their abilities to handle disasters. We saw that in Katrina. Uh, it took you know three or four days to get water to the super Superdome. Um, you know we're not equipped to handle a, a, a Cascadia event. Or a San Andreas event, or a uh, solar flare, or uh, an EMP, and we are not, we're certainly not compared, prepared to to handle what's going to happen eventually in in our markets because uh, 
you know, the, the downside to the economic pr- prosperity that we're seeing under Trump, which is why we've got so much complacency in the preparedness market, uh, it's that the, the $7 trillion of new money that was printed under the Obama administration, that's going to start looking for a home when, when the economy starts picking up. Right. Uh, and then given that the, the M2 money supply was $7 trillion when Obama came into office, and it's now doubled, it's $14 trillion now. Uh, theoretically, the price of everything should double uh, because now you've got twice as much currency chasing the same amount of goods and services. Of course, that's sort of an economic theory, and we know that that money doesn't all flow evenly into every single market. Uh, if it did, then everything would double. But some things are going to go up 10%. Some things are going to triple. Other things are going to uh, go up 30% you know, because it doesn't flow evenly into the market. And, of course, that doesn't take into account the fractional reserve banking system, which, you know, we're on about, a, I think, a 10% reserve system right now. So uh, that $7 trillion has the potential to turn into $63 trillion because as the velocity of money uh, picks up and you – every time you, you – you put a hundred dollars in the bank, you know, they can loan, they can loan out basically, uh, $90 of that, but then that, that money goes and purchases something and ends up in another bank and it gets lent out and then that gets lent out and that gets lent out so that every hundred dollars that goes into the bank through, through the fractional reserve system has the potential to make about another $900 worth of, of currency. So, uh, now you would have $63 trillion chasing the same amount of money uh, – that the, only, the same amount of goods and services that only $7 trillion was chasing before Obama came into office. And, of course, you know, add, add in the original $7 trillion, now you've got $70 trillion. Um, so that's basically putting a zero behind everything. So imagine, right. uh, imagine your $200 grocery bill is now 2000 and your forty thousand uh, dollar car would be four hundred thousand, and your three dollar a gallon gas is now thirty dollars a gallon. So that's basically what the what the potential is there. Uh, and for let's that. not it's basically forget an economic nuclear bomb. Yeah, let's not forget that Trump didn't balance the budget yet either, and so he is bringing on a, a trillion dollars a year at least in debt. With his new budget that we just passed. Yeah, nobody wants to be the administration that because of this, we're at the point now. We're so far beyond the tipping point that debt and deficits and all of that stuff. That's just all going to play out in a, a, a catastrophic, uh, cataclysmic event at some point right. in time where the currency collapses. And uh, we go into like a, a Weimar Republic type thing where where people are going to the grocery store with wheelbarrows full of money to buy a loaf of bread. And, uh, and, and you know, that's just something that's cooked into the books at this point. So no president's really going to uh, be the one to say, OK, well, let's ratchet back because it's all – it's not you're not you're not going to fix it at this point anyway because we're so far right. beyond that line of where it could have been fixed. And people say there's no inflation, and I that's um, you know I actually heard on your show, and I I heard it and I'm like you know what that is so true. My bag of bag of potato chips, it used to be a full bag of potato chips, 
and now it's one-third bag of potato chips. And they said there's no inflation. There's inflation that has happened. It's happening right before our eyes. We just don't see it. Oh, there's absolutely inflation. And, and like you don't see a – when you look out at, at the ocean and you don't see the undertow out there, it doesn't mean that it's not there. But right. It's there. And, and, and when you see somebody swimming and all of a sudden they, they go under and then they pop up you know, a quarter mile down the beach, and you say, oh, there's the undertow. And, and what we saw a couple of weeks back when the market went down 666 points uh, on that, that Friday, and then uh, the next week dropped uh, – uh, had a couple of thousand-point down days, which are absolutely unheard of. Yes, it's, it's kind of gamed it all back, but those are like, those are like trimmers before – the big one on the San, San Andreas Fault, and you know, and if you live in California, maybe you're used to shakers, and uh, and you get the shaker, and you get a little you get a little anxious for the day, and then the next day uh, things start to kind of go back to normal, and of course now we've almost regained all of the the ground we've lost on the Dow, but uh, yep. but that's the early trimmers because that was all triggered by inflation, that was all triggered by. Uh, bond rates starting to go up because people are saying, you know, if you've got 10, if, if inflation's moving at, at, let's say 10% per year, and you've got a government bond paying 3% per year, you're essentially use, losing 7% per year. So nobody wants that deal. So they're all selling their bonds and they're taking that money and they're wanting to buy hard assets. So that's driving up the interest rates and it's driving up the prices of hard assets because People were saying, at least if I if I own uh, a hard asset, if I own uh, real estate or something tangible like that, and inflation doubles, you know, uh, while I may not make anything on that, at least I, I can preserve my capital. Uh, whereas owning a government bond at three percent and and inflation's moving at ten percent, I'm losing seven percent. So it'd be right. better to make nothing than to lose seven percent. Uh, so. When we see when we see that happening, that's because the bondholders are seeing the inflation, and they're starting to get out, and we're starting to see the interest rates rise up, and uh, and we're in such an unprecedented time right now of uh, super low interest rates, and uh, and the entire economy's fixated on that, and our our national debt that you just mentioned with with Trump now racking up another trillion dollars every year. When when that interest rate goes from three percent to six percent, uh, yep. we're going to have to print more currency. We're going to de- devalue the the currency that much more. Okay, now someone that has written series on I uh, think an EMP and a financial collapse, right? So you um, what in the um, the days of Noah was that not an EMP that happened? No, the Days of Noah is a basically a prequel to the Rapture. Okay, and okay, the days well, okay. Of Elijah picks up at the at, at the Rapture. Uh, I, I did a series called the Economic Collapse Chronicles, and right. that is uh, self-explanatory. And then and then my EMP series is called uh, Seven Cows Ugly and Gone. Yes, yeah, seven. Uh, that's it. Yep. And then this. By the April, way, I love I your got, books. Uh, your books need to be read by everyone. And the reason why is not just the story, but as, as, as the characters your book are going through 
these you know disasters or, or situations, uh, your mind starts to think, oh, what would I do? Am I prepared for that? And that helps the preparedness people and people that are um, are getting ready for you know the end of days, the um, times to come. It helps us to think through what we would do, what things that we should put back. Um, and it, 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 I'm telling you, it's an education, but yet it's you know it's a you know it's a story you've kind of made up in your head, and it, it, it's so cool how you can take. You can take what someone else writes, like you did in, in, in all, my, my favorite series. I mean, The Days of Noah uh, was just awesome. Um, and then how it continued with the same character, it, it's just, it, it, I loved it. But the, 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 the education you get from reading it is just, you don't even know you're, how much you're learning by just reading the book. Oh, thank you, Forrest. I'm, I'm glad you're enjoying the books. I've got another series coming out this April. It's going to be called uh, Avery's Crucible, and it's uh, it's basically a civil war in America. You know, the the last election mm. we saw in 2016 was absolutely the most contentious ever, and and the, <laughs> since then things yeah. have certainly not cooled off at all. And we're watching it right now. The left that says we want the guns, and the right that's saying we're not going to give them up, and uh, and that's a very very contentious issue right there between the left and the right, and uh, you know and in the book you, we, we see people where uh, Ava she's obviously she's the main character, and you know and she's got she's got friends that are uh, you know at work that are that are kind of liberal, and uh, and you know. And then as you see things devolve and you see to where you know they're trying to be friends and, 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 and avoid political issues uh, at some level when things start to break down, um, you know that, that, that friendship breaks down as well, and, and she has to make some choices. And, uh, you know, and Ava's coming into it. She's had a hard life. She's, you know, uh, she, her, her father, uh, stepped out for the sweet young thing at the office and, uh, and, uh, her mother's just recently passed away. And so she's, uh, she's kind of out on her own and, and having trust issues with men because of what happened with her father. And, uh, and then some stuff happens at her church that, that, uh, makes things even tougher for her. And uh, and so it's uh, I think it's I think it's definitely the the best series I've ever written. And so um, I, folks that like my books, I, I think that uh, I think you'll probably really enjoy this one. And like I said, it's very, very culturally significant because of uh, what's going on with with the breakdown between the left and the right. And we're seeing the rise of Antifa. And of course, they're a major player in the in the book. And uh, and we sort of see where their funding's coming from. We've got. Uh, uh, sort of a George Soros type of a character that's that's um, fostering their their uh, firearms training and things like that. The, the the far left that wants to get rid of all the guns. Of course, you know uh, we're starting to see now Antifa uh, gearing up with AK-47s and and load bearing equipment. And that's this is this is real life stuff I'm talking about. And um, you know and we're seeing that that two sets of rules where. Uh, they don't want you to have guns, but they want to have them. Yes. And yep. While while professing to be anti-fascist, right? Wearing very very similar armbands to what we saw the Nazis wear, and certainly using very very similar tactics of uh, uh, squashing any 
anybody that disagrees with uh, with their narrative. Okay, I got a question um, from live on Facebook as we're as you're as you're um, answering that question. Uh, a friend of mine, Joe, wants to know how many books are going to be in that series. That's going to be three books. Three book series. Yeah, okay, three book, three book series. Uh huh. Awesome! I can't wait for that one. Um, so let me ask you this, um, and you know, I hope the audience understands. I get so excited when I talk to you that sometimes, you know, we don't. There's maybe not smooth transitions to one question to another. I just feel like I have very little time with you, and I want to get them all out. <laughs> my question. So yeah. let me. Uh, <laughs> my question um, that I had that I actually thought about before the show was. Um, what would you change about the preparedness industry, about people like yourself, I mean, that are kind of um, leaders, kind of um, in, in the industry when it comes to authors? You know the Frank Hortons. You know, um, you know all these people, the Chris Weathermans. Um, what would you change or wish we would kind of move our ship I mean, more godly, less godly, um, more direct, less – I mean, what would you change about the, the as we go forward in this genre? There's a lot of literature out there that uh, I hear people say are, are very, very good stories. Um, I can't read it because of the, the language, the profanity, and the uh, – you know, borderline pornographic sex scenes that are in the books. I, I just, I can't even read that stuff. You know, the, the Bible says not to grieve the spirit that's inside you. So, uh, you know, I don't, <laughs> I don't read any of it. Uh, right. Because it's it, a lot of it's really, really, really filthy. That's, and that's my personal conviction. Uh, but I would certainly love to see more authors, more, uh, more uh, prepper, survival type authors that to to take that to take that line uh you know bobby Ackeret is not necessarily uh probably what you would call a a a christian and he wrote he wrote a series the the boston uh boston brahmin series uh that that had quite a bit of uh, really salty language but then he he tacked to the uh to the to the right, I would say, and started writing stuff that had no swear words in it, and uh, started trying to make it family friendly, just purely out of a business decision because uh, he saw how many Christians that that read this stuff that were being alienated by that language, and right. uh, and while it wasn't a particular. Uh, conviction for him, he just saw the business sense in saying, hey, why don't I produce something that's going to be enjoyable for a wider range? Because you know, there's really not anybody that's going to say, oh my gosh, that book didn't have one F-bomb in it. I'm not going to read it. Now, my stuff gets a lot, a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, haters because of the, the biblical content because uh, you know, people are just allergic to that. Uh, you, know, you can talk all day about Muhammad and Buddha and uh and uh uh whatever the indian gods are shiva or whoever you know <laughs> and that's fine yeah. and dandy but you say the name of jesus and and people just you know 
it's that spirit that's on them that's 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 controlling them that just that just repulses at the name and and scripture and things like that and they they can't handle that and and unfortunately it's a lot of people that 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 will leave reviews that will say I'm a Christian but you know that's that's too preachy for me you know they can't they can't handle that so my stuff's a a, a little more hard edged uh, Christian <laughs> right and, oh yeah uh, and I love it and, that's and why very I love it. Of, very offensive to uh, to to those that want to, you know, the 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 cockroaches, they don't want to be in the light. They don't want to be. Okay. They don't want any exposure to the light. So uh, it's it's very offensive to those people. Uh, but uh, you know, like I said, uh, I don't write. Mark, any. we got we got four minutes left, and I just got another question for you through Facebook. Um, what's the best way to prepare for economic collapse? Ah, well, you know what? I always like to get one good tip uh, anytime I'm on a show, and uh, and while money may not be worth much very shortly after a collapse, in the very, very early stages, it's going to be the only thing because I think the banking system will be locked up. I think you won't be able to get cash out. Uh, I think credit cards uh, – could could possibly be down. There's a lot of different things where where credit cards could be down. I think it's a really good idea to keep some portion of your cash at home, and not all of it, because somebody can somebody can see you burying it, or uh, or break in and at gunpoint have you open up your safe or whatever. So you know whatever you've got hidden in your house is is still at risk. Uh, but I think right. it's also at risk in the bank. So I think you need to have some portion of it. In home, in physical cash, where you can get to it, and and when you store when you store a large sum of cash and it sits for six months or a year, it starts to get stale and starts to get sort of a a, a nasty feel to it and a nasty smell to it. If you'll put that in a food saver or a, a, a game saver, any kind of a, a vacuum sealer bag. That will stop that from happening. And then, of course, if you've got it in a vacuum sealer or whatever like that, you can keep it in your safe. You can keep it in a, a cash tube and PVC pipe that you've got uh, uh, buried below ground or whatever, and it's going to keep it from getting that that stale smell to it. And and I think that that's, uh, that's something that, that everybody should do, and that should be in part of everybody's kit is to have cash at home because there's banking hacks and there's EMPs and there's uh, – economic collapses and there's so many things that could prevent you from being able to get cash yeah that question came from robert thanks robert for that question i also have a solution if you would like to store your cash i will keep it for you (laughs) (laughs) i also you vacuum seal it right yeah i i'll vacuum seal it i keep gold and silver and ammo uh, if you feel like you need to turn in your guns, I will. I can take your guns and make sure they're safe for the rest of their life, and they won't shoot anyone. But um, so yeah, I've got solutions for all these things. Hey, um, Mark, it, it, we're down to the last few minutes. I thank you so much. You, um, tell us about how people can get up with you, and and your books real quick. We got two minutes. All of my books are available on uh, Amazon.com. Uh, there's also uh, click-through links to all of them on PrepperRecon.com. I do a podcast there, a new podcast every week. So uh, come over, check out the show, and then you've got the the links to, to click over into the books. And so whether you're interested in the economic collapse or EMPs or end times events or uh, the coming civil war in America, 
I've got uh, I've got books uh, available in paperback, Kindle edition, and audio because you know obviously you've got a lot of podcast listeners here, and a lot of folks that's that's you know that's the only way they can consume books because they're just too busy. There's really not a whole lot of time to sit on the couch and and read a book. But uh, lots of folks have got you know a, whether it's a 20 minute commute or uh, an hour at the gym or uh, two hours doing lawn work or whatever they happen to be doing. Uh, you can you can put that. Uh, Put your phone on, your smartphone on, and use it for something smart and listen to a good book. Yep, absolutely. That's I, I love it. You got one of the best narrators in the industry, um, Pierce, I think his name is. What's Yeah, Kevin uh, Pierce. Uh-huh. Kevin Pierce. Yeah. He is amazing. Makes your books come to life. Love that. Um, also, you're going to be at Heritage um, Life Skill Conference in April up in Waynesville, North Carolina. You can go up and you can meet the author. You can meet Mark, get your uh, your book signed, buy books there. I'm sure you'll have all your books there for sale as well. And that's in I, I, um, Wayne's. I'm not exhibiting. I might have a, a few uh, a few books with me, but uh, it'd be great if anybody that has their books to, to bring it out, and I'd be happy to sign it. Well, Jan, I, I promise you, Jan will have books to sell. <laughs> all right, good, good. Yeah, she's running the conference. I'm sure she'll have them, and that's. Um, but hey, thank you so much for coming coming on to the prepping academy and uh again i can't wait to meet you and thanks again and uh god bless you Forrest, thanks again for having me thank you hey guys that was mark goodwin mark is an, an author a podcast one of the leaders in our industry has a, a his his reach is wide um godly man and um support him by um checking out his podcast prepper recon and also um you know, go buy his books and read them. They're they are they they're they're mandatory reading. They just they just are. So um, hope you enjoyed the show. We'll, we'll talk to you guys later. Thanks for listening to the Prepping Academy podcast. Preppers unite at www.preppingacademy.com. Are you a prepper or homesteader looking to connect with like-minded people in your area? Looking to start your own preparedness group? Already have a group? Well, look no further than PrepperNet. PrepperNet is dedicated to personal responsibility, individual freedoms, and being self-reliant. PrepperNet has monthly meetings in over 100 cities where you can meet and learn with like-minded people in your area. PrepperNet, where preppers unite. Find us online at PrepperNet.com.